the Pro Act know-how. Finally, ready to start uh, with today's live webinar, where we're discussing uh, UK inheritance tax and how that is relevant to domicile for for expats. This webinar is aimed at, at two lots of people: UK expats living and working abroad, or expats living and working in the UK, because it affects everybody. <coughs> The people who pay inheritance tax are if you're domiciled to the UK or if you've got UK fixed assets. So even if you're not from the UK, you're not domiciled in the UK, but you own a, a building, a, a business, those assets are potentially liable to inheritance tax in the UK at 40%. So let's look at some domicile definitions. We, we've discussed in, in this series, and you can go back through our, our tax residency series uh, at our YouTube channel for Product Partnership and look at the Living Working Board show in more depth for discussions of domicile. But essentially, domicile is your birth origin. So it's, it's the nationality of your, your mother or father, depending upon your marital status, uh, as well as where you were born and brought up. Uh, only as an adult do you have a choice to change that. But to do that, you've got to be living and working in a, in a country for up to 20 years as a tax resident. So somebody who's who, um, born in the UK of parents that are, are expats and who grew up in the UK, by the time they're 18, 19, coming of age, they, they've got the ability to, to change their domicile of choice to the UK from the domicile of their parents uh, from their home country. Um, if you look at the UK tax returns, we looked at that differently. If you're an expat who's a tax resident in the UK and you've been living in the UK for 15 years, and, and recently you've been tax resident over the last two or three years, the UK will automatically consider you domicile. So after 15 years, uh, your non-domicile benefits can be lost and you become domiciled and liable to 40% inheritance tax in the UK. So look at our other webinars in our series on our YouTube channel for Living and Working Abroad for Product Partnership and uh, find out a bit more. If you've got any questions, you want more uh, structure on, on your circumstance, we offer a free review for all new inquiries and so you can contact us at productpartnership.com. So if you've got a liability to UK inheritance tax, um, what, 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 what is that payable on? Well, it's payable on any relevant assets. And that means any money, any cash, any shares, any houses or any land that you've got. But it could also include valuables, statues, uh, paintings, etc. Um, so just to be clear, we, we said... Um, if you're not domiciled in the UK, it's only UK assets. Money is a, is a movable asset. So if you're non-domicile, it won't include cash that you've got worldwide. It's only under UK assets that you've got at, at the time of death. And that inheritance tax is charged at 40% and it's payable six months uh, after the date of death. Not six months after you've sorted the probate out, six months after the date of death, there is a bit of a concession because it's actually six calendar months. So six full calendar months have to elapse 
before the inheritance taxes comes due. So if you die uh, on the second of the month, you've almost got seven months uh, for your family to pay the inheritance tax uh, on time. So um, <clears throat> the sixth calendar month. So being prepared uh, for any inheritance tax liability is a good plan to have. Um, and there, there are lots of different ways to plan ahead and consider that. Uh, and what, what we're thinking about here in terms of uh, a tax uh, strategy is one of gifting. So gifting between uh, spouses where, where there's a legal marriage marriage arrangement uh, can, can, can be free of capital gains tax, but not necessarily free of inheritance tax. On first death, uh, the inheritance tax, the UK inheritance tax is deferred um, until second death of, of a married couple. Each uh, party, each individual in the UK has got an inheritance tax allowance of £325,000. That's £325,000, um, uh, which is subject, to, which is not subject to inheritance tax, it's zero rated. So if you've got a, a property, an estate worth £1.325 then you've got £1 million that's chargeable to inheritance tax, that's 400000 tax to pay uh, in, in six months' time. Uh, if you're a married couple though, you've got two times £325,000 on, on that property. So the, the liability is just on the difference between 650 and, and 1325 so it's 650 so uh, which is a 40% liability on that, which is only 240000 if you're married. So getting married can almost half the inheritance tax rate um, for uh, estates of you know, one to two million. Uh, <clears throat> the, the other main relief that a family have got in the UK is if the property is the main residence relief. And this is always a gray area because an expat, a UK expat living or working abroad might want to be non-resident and might have issues with ties that are uh, bringing them back to the UK. Any expat that comes back to the UK at any time, even uh, uh, you know, for their funeral, um, is going to be considered a, as domicile to the UK, no matter how long they've been outside the UK. Um, so that, that there's a, a consideration. If you've got your main residence, does, is that a factor in cons tying you as as a as a domicile to the UK? It could be. However, it also gives um, each party to the ownership an additional. £175,000 of inheritance tax allowance. So um, any individual who owns a property in the UK worth enough money has got 500000 of uh, 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 allowance against inheritance tax on first death. Um, that, that could be all property or it could be property uh, and investments and, uh, and land. A married couple that goes up to one million. So, um, if, if if a married couple has got um, residential property of one million and investments and shares and commercial property of one million, then a, a liability on second death is is for one million uh, uh, 
in, to pay inheritance tax, that's four hundred thousand pounds. So that's the that's the liabilities that 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 that's building up and the gifts that can be done on death to defer that inheritance tax liability. I have in mind that uh, inheritance tax was a six billion uh, tax revenue for the UK in two thousand twenty-two. Six billion pounds is paid in inheritance tax. That's up fourteen percent on the previous year. It's the fastest rising tax in the UK, and a very profitable one. And at the moment, the UK have got fixed allowances for inheritance tax and and many other things. Uh, and in an inflationary environment, uh, it's only going to accelerate the amount of tax that's going to be paid uh, on estates in, in the next few years. So we're, it's worth considering how you can make gifts for that. One way to do that is to use lifetime gifts. Uh, so there's a small 3,000 annual allowance that can be uh, offset against the inheritance tax, not very much. But the 325,000 personal allowance, is a, it, it can be gifted during a lifetime and you'll pay 0% inheritance tax. So if you gift a million, uh, then potentially you're going to pay inheritance tax during your lifetime. Uh, there's a lifetime rate of 20%, but the balance of 20% on death. But uh, if if you gift up to 325,000, then that amount is, is is free of inheritance tax. Now, it's a subject to other gifts that you can give as well. But have have if we bear that in mind, it gives a strategy over the long term where a family can gift away the assets to the next generation uh, to potentially avoid an inheritance tax liability. But it is still a potential liability for seven years. So we talk about expats uh, that haven't been tax resident up to seven years, potentially having that tax residency tied to the UK. With inheritance tax, you've got this seven-year tie if you make a gift, a substantial gift of that. So um, a, a parents could uh, start gifting a share of their property to their children to, to avoid inheritance tax um, at, at a later date. Um, yes, inheritance tax for a married couple is, is deferred till second death, but those gift allowances uh, are lost after first death as well. So... Uh, uh, a married couple could give 650,000 today and 650,000 in, in seven years' time and, and potentially have uh, 1.3 million free of inheritance tax, which is saving um, uh, 700,000 uh, of inheritance tax liability. It's also the potential to use trusts. Now, trusts are a very thorny area. Um, your pensions are, are paid in trusts and, and trusts are, are used to run hospitals and schools around the world and in the UK. Uh, but trusts are a way of, of protecting assets, but not necessarily from tax. However, they can be used to avoid probate fees, the cost of delay and expense of probate, uh, but not necessarily inheritance tax. If, if a gift is made to one sole beneficiary, uh, then inheritance tax can be avoided if that's at the right circumstance and the right family beneficiary. Um, but also a potential exempt gift could be gifted into a trust as well to build up a portfolio outside 
the individual's estate and liability uh, on death. So that there are, um, but with a trust, there comes gains taxes and income taxes. But these are generally more like a corporate tax, flat rate tax, rather than an escalating personal tax liability uh, for gains. So what what we uh, remember is that we've got our uh, allowances, uh, but these escalate uh, for the different regimes, uh, and we'll cover that later on. Um, so a trust does pay gains taxes and income taxes, but it also pays a 10-year inheritance tax charge. So that's a factor to consider as well. But there are allowances for main residents. There are allowances for minors. There's allowances for sole beneficiaries. Um, and, and, and you can defer and hold over any tax liability uh, for the future, utilising something not not dissimilar to the fact that with a married couple on first death, the inheritance tax liability exists, but it's passed over until, until second death. So um, th th there are ways that to avoid uh, inheritance tax. Um, but inheritance tax is just a form of capital gains. Um, now, capital gains is always chargeable dispose of any asset so if you dispose of a business asset or, or any other uh, general asset in the UK you're going to get a capital gains tax of 10 or 20 percent if you're a, a residential property investor and you're disposing of, of residential property in the UK the capital gains is higher it's 18 or 28 percent but the point is is that if you dispose of those to cash that 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 disposal, not only have you paid capital gains tax in your lifetime, you still retain the inheritance tax liability. So possibly using a trust as, as a, a way to dispose and gift of the asset might be a lower overall uh, tax liability in, in the long term. Um, you know, as we said earlier, inheritance tax is the fastest growing tax for the UK revenue. £6 billion paid in inheritance tax in, in the year to April 22. It's an increase of 14% on previous years. Um, and so if you want to consider how you could adopt a, a strategy to gift and transfer assets between family, uh, contact us at productpartnership.com. There's essentially three solutions to avoid inheritance tax. One is to give it to charity. There's a, you can get a minor reduction in the tax rate of 10% if you give uh, uh, assets to charity. Uh, but that could be up to all of it, depending on how you, how you gift it. Uh, you can make gifts to your family during your lifetime, but there are constraints on that. So you need to plan ahead and look at the long-term gain. Uh, or you can give your, your assets to the uh, tax man. Uh, so uh, a, a single person... Um, with, with a business and a property worth two million, um, it is going to be paying in the region of uh, six hundred thousand inheritance tax before the family get the net uh, estate of, of one point four million. If that is tied up in, in in property, those property have to be disposed of or borrowed against to pay that inheritance tax liability. 
with a married couple, there's a bit more of an allowance, uh, potentially a million. But again, if the business and the commercial property and the residential property uh, is sufficient in value, uh, a four million estate for a family can still result in in um, uh, 1.2 million of inheritance tax being paid uh, on second death. You lose some of your allowances after first death, so plan ahead. We've all got uh, one funeral to go to during our lifetime. Uh, if we're married, we've potentially got two. So uh, think about that and use the allowances while you can uh, to protect uh, your uh, relevant assets, your money, your property, your business, your investments, your shares, and make sure that the the people that benefit from your estate uh, after your death are, are the people you want to, that the money goes to your family and not to the tax ban. Thanks very much for listening and, and uh, watch again next week and we'll be covering more on this tax residency, domicile, non-domicile status, and looking more into how that affects UK uh, non-DOM in the UK can work for, for expats. Thanks for listening. Go along to our website at projectpartnership.com. Got more information and guidance. Uh, if you want a free review, you can book online at our, our projectpartnership.co.uk website and, and, and find out more about how we can help family and business living and working abroad in the UK and around the world to protect uh, their family assets and the wealth that they've created. Thanks very much for listening. We'll see you next time. The ProAct Know-How, brought to you by ProAct.